On this episode of The Smoke Break, we talk about what we're excited for, the prospects of dating again, social exhaustion, and wrap it up with the joke break. Check us out on Shady Pines Radio every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. Today is March 6th, 2022. That's the first time I've ever said the date. We are here with the full date. We are here uh, with a smoke break. I'm your host, your old pal Zane, here with a mandolin deal. Hi, friends. That's it. Just a mandolin deal. Mm, Just, me and Zane. Man, the, the original duo before these other nerds showed up. Yeah, it is E, baby. It is Yeah, I forgot about that. So goofy. Um, every episode of the Smoke Break, we like to start off with the question, what are you excited for? And uh, today's no different. So, mandolin deal, what are you excited for? Oh, I literally just got off the airplane from Chicago. I was there the first through today, and it was really fun to see some old friends and eat a bunch of food and walk around. Uh, It was exciting just to go back and visit. It was also exciting to... Um, have people who hadn't seen me in a while and be like, wow, you've like really grown as a performer, which I hope so. Um, and as a person. Yeah. Uh, but it definitely is. It was a chapter in my life, which I'm like glad that that's closed because I'm excited to be back home and be doing more stuff, um, on the road and, um, record my album. I know I kept saying March, March, but yeah, I got to book it out a little farther. So (laughs) that's my dog growling. Um, she's mad that I didn't book it sooner and she's right. (laughs) So that's on me. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to just keep this momentum going with comedy and hopefully do more traveling and just kind of get more in the, in the zone of where I want to be in my career, merch, all that good stuff. It's all, it's all coming around. No, absolutely. That's, uh, that's, that's definitely something to be excited for just in the simple fact that like you were able to go back to a place where, you know, you were kind of made, I I, I don't want to say that you were made into the person that you are now, but it's like, you were the person you were before, but like that place made you represent for women so much harder because you saw how shitty it can't, not only can be, but is sometimes. Yeah. And a lot of stuff hasn't changed. I mean, as far as that goes, there's more women who are getting, uh, you know, more recognition or women are, you know, in more positions of power, but there's still a pretty obvious, gross, bro-y uh, club. Too. Yeah. That's hard to like get in that circle, but I don't really care anymore. So <laughs> whatever. No, no. Well, and that's that like, that just shows how much like you've grown as a performer in the fact that like, yeah, you could play those rooms, but like, do you choose to No, And do you choose to play the games that like some people, you know, play sometimes in, in reference to, uh, performing where it's like, am I, am I performing for slash with somewhat buddy that like, I don't necessarily align with just for the simple fact that I get to perform or am I, you know, I guess putting yourself in a position where you're like, I'd rather perform with my friends and have fun than have to be like, oh, well, I'm going to edit my jokes because I want to get booked on this show. Well, and some people are just not going to give you the time of day no matter what you do. And I think it's important to just like not lose sleep over that person. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, because there's so many other rooms and people out there that if there's like, you know, one group of people or one room that won't book you, it's like. I mean, you can get so big that they don't really have a choice or you can just continue focusing on what you're doing and enjoying, you know, the the places you you do get to perform, you know, focus on that instead. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No, I'm I think that that's that's a really cool opportunity that you had to to go back there and, you know, and even spend making sure that you're spending time with the people who you uh, who you 
who are deserving of your time, you know, because it's easy to go back to some place and be like, oh, well, you know, uh, this person never hung out with me and now they want to hang out with me. So now this is who I want to hang out with. Or you can be like, no, this person's always been my friend. They've always been the homie. Like, let's spend time with them Mm -hmm. because, uh, you know, like I said, you, you have, I guess, better, you have more respect for yourself. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's I, I that's something that I guess, you know, I might I'm probably projecting because it's like that's something that like I wish that I did more of is like just being there for the people who've always been there for me. Because there's sometimes there's those times where I get wrapped up and then I'm like, well, this person never talked to me and they're finally talking to me. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah, well, f- fucking what about the people who always talk to you? Well, I mean, they'll always talk to me. It's like, yeah, well, that's true. But at the same time, you know, that this person who never talked to you and is finally talking to you may decide that they never want to talk to you again. And then you're right back where you started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just like to not... You don't really need everyone's attention or approval. And you also don't need to be friends with everyone. I think that was a big thing, too, is, like, still being nice to people that, you know, didn't really respect me or treat me well. And now it's like, I really don't care if those people hate me and will never book me because I told them that you suck. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No. Yeah. I was like, you're a fucking shitty dude. And they're like, well, hey, I don't like what people tell me not to. You're not going to. I'm like, yeah, I wasn't getting booked on your shit anyways, and I don't really care. And you, a lot of those people, like think they have more power than they do (laughs) and they really get off on that but I mean at the end of the day we really have control over who we spend our energy with and on yeah yeah no that's um I'm really I'm glad that uh glad you got to come back from that trip with so much yeah and yeah is, is there anything that that stuck out uh from the from the trip um I did a show at the bookstore called Uncharted Books. It's a show called Congrats on Your Success. And uh, Sonal booked me and she and I met like before I left. And she's been keeping at it. And she's definitely someone that gave me a nice opportunity, a lot of stage time. And that was really fun because I had some friends in the audience, too. And that show was just really, really fun and like kind of affirming because I don't know. I just felt like sweet I got one awesome show in there and was able to impress people who had never seen me before people who used to watch me and be like wow look at you mm-hmm. so yeah and then that was it was fun for me too I had a blast so yeah yeah, yeah. no that's that's I'm I'm excited too that you're uh, you're looking more at your opportunities to um to just to travel more you know like to not yeah. be tying yourself down to situations um so that that's not a possibility for you mm-hmm yeah yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. That's fun. People were like, "You should come back." So I think I will come back. You know, in the future, after some time has passed, but I would definitely want to come back. And it would be different this time because it wouldn't be like the first time back in forever. It'd be like, "Oh, okay, now I can, you know, come back and just be like, all right, you know, it's another city to perform in. It's not gonna be like, oh, I haven't been here in five years to live here. You know what I mean? It'll yeah, just be another yeah, you're place. You're reintroducing yourself to people and shit. It's like, no, you're gonna show up. You're gonna do what you do best. People are gonna have no choice but to book you, and the people who are never gonna book you won't. And fuck them. Exactly. So hell yeah. What, what are you excited for, Zane? All right. Well, let's see. What am I excited for? Hmm. Well, I would say I'm excited for. I mean, this is the hardest time I've ever had answering this question. I'm excited for your new song. 
Yeah, that's yeah. It's been going really well. I got to see that live. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that's okay. So the last time we talked, um, I hadn't done my four shows yet. So what had happened was, is like, we had started off the episode and uh, was, Josh was like, oh, you should go first. And I was like, oh, I, I never go first. I'll do it. Yeah, hell yeah. Sounds good. And I'm just, he's like, what are you excited for? I'm like, oh, I'm excited. I got like four shows coming up. And he's like, that's so fucking stupid. <laughs> I was like, uh, uh, uh. I'm like, why is that stupid? It's because I'm fucking exhausting myself, you know? Uh. And that's the thing that like, I have to be careful about doing. And so I'm excited that I did the shows. I had a fucking blast. Um, one of them was jazz talk and, oh, yeah. uh, yeah, I, the, the first night that I went to do it, like it was, it was like, what always happens? I build it up in my head and then I don't do well because I'm so nervous about what I've already built up in my head. Um, which ties into our later topic. Um, <laughs> but it, I guess it was, I, I didn't do as well as I wanted to. And that's something else I'm just like, I'm also trying to be conscious of is like, did I not do well or did I not do as well as I thought I mm -hmm. should have? Yeah. You know? And I think that it was in that situation. It's not like I got zero laughs. It's not like I completely bombed. It was just like, I was tired. Mm -hmm. Um, I was trying to do music. Oh, I was trying to do, cause my brain was like comedy and then my other part of my brain was like music and it was like I couldn't put the two together without like thinking of them individually because mm. I've always thought of them individually mm. and it was just like it was hard to do your set over it uh, because I hadn't done it you know just in general so it was like I didn't do as well as I wanted to but that didn't mean that I didn't do well and I really appreciated the opportunity in the next couple of nights honestly I think it just takes having a, a bomb to make you want to do better next time you yeah know or what just I mean? get it out of the way to where you're not as nervous next time yeah exactly exactly it's I I've for me I definitely think it just you know yeah that's definitely a good way to 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 frame it is that like yeah this this was going to happen eventually with one of these shows like I had four shows in a row there was no way that all of them were going to be dope you know yeah there's a lot of factors so it was yeah it was it was definitely it was it was a learning experience and you know just being able to do things back to back I was able to kind of put my set together and start doing the music and mental health and comedy and just only have like you know those portions of it and just I was able to put it all together in a way that like I started to see the thing that I've always been wanting to do come together mm -hmm. so um yeah it was definitely it was it was really cool to be able to to kind of do a couple of those sets um you know some people came to came out to watch me and that was like that was really cool you know Aji Zach nice dude I hadn't seen that dude in forever and he like they, he like showed up and I thought he was there to see somebody he was just there to see me I didn't even put that together until uh -huh. like the end and it's like I gotta reach out to that dude and say thank you but yeah I, I don't know I guess for me the thing I'm excited for is uh, you know obviously a little bit of rest because that was really cool at the time but at the t same time Josh was kind of right you know that was a lot and yeah. uh, I feel like I'm tired too <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, no, for sure. So it's yeah, I, I guess I'm I'm excited for rest right now. I'm excited to mm -hmm. just kind of to take some time, uh, try and build up some more money. Um, yeah, I've been working like 12 hour days and it's just been exhausting the shit out of me. So, yeah, yeah, it's That's uh, a lot. Yeah, well, Work you know, on top just, of performing has a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I know I've definitely seen you uh, on multiple occasions where it's like <laughs> you're just you're working yourself like with multiple jobs mm -hmm. and trying to perform. And I'm like watching you. I'm just like, damn, that is yeah. somebody who's burning the, the wicket both ends. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to figure out a way to balance it or have some other maybe work from home thing or I don't know, something to where I'm not going to be as exhausted, but I can still make enough money to survive and have enough free time to do what I want to do. That's the goal. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I didn't realize that the uh, fucking every the price of everything's gone up. You know, uh-huh. the, yep. even the price of balloons went up. <laughs> fucking inflation, Amanda. <laughs> Amanda, just because you know that joke. Yeah, that joke kills the helium. Okay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there we go. Um, so, I, yeah, no, it's, it is ridiculous. Um, I don't know. Just trying to balance, find that balance between you know your passion and the stuff you have to do so that you can do your passion. Because like recording music, not cheap, mm-hmm. not cheap at all. And I'm not uh, excited about. I'm excited about making new music. I'm not excited about recording new music. Um, the cat's going to drop the box. Yeah. Uh, Both my pets are in here. The cat and the dog. So if you hear chewing, that's the dog. And uh, if you don't hear noise, but something falls, that's the cat. That's the cat. That's the cat. <laughs> and yeah, next time we have to have, uh, we've got to let Taylor bring his baby to one of these. Yeah. Next so time we can just have a lot of things going on in the background yeah. for our listeners to be like, what the fuck's going what on? What is in the happening? Uh, why is there, why is it called the smoke break? And there's a baby there. There's uh, a guy sleeping on the couch. If you hear snoring, <laughs> 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 there's not. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, sound effects but yeah so i don't know yeah i'm excited i i guess i don't really know what i'm excited oh that's what i'm excited for i will say this as i wrap it up i'm excited for two things number mm-hmm. one i'm excited to do peer apocalypse um it's a peer support uh meeting where uh just people from all over the state come together like my mom told me that like she's gone to it before um and it's just where like peer support specialists kind of like get together and do this event i'm really hoping that'll give me an opportunity to get my uh, you know, comedy, music, uh, mental health messaging and all yeah, that stuff totally. in front of the right audience. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing I'm excited for, and this isn't soon, but it is something I need to start planning for is I got a gig uh, teaching it, not teaching, um, doing a workshop, doing workshops and an assembly for a school. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. So I'm also hoping that that will open up some opportunities to be like, hey, this person has an interesting story, an interesting message and a cool way to deliver it. Maybe these other, you know, affected peoples and groups would be able to enjoy that yeah. message. So, hell yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I'm excited for that. And uh, I'm excited for our commercial break. All right. We'll be right back with the smoke break. Shady Pines Radio. Let's explore the most iconic soundtracks of all time. Let's have different topics every week with the music taking center stage. Let's listen to video game music every Sunday, 3 p.m. And we are back with the smoke break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio. I'm your host, your old pal Zane, here with Amanda Lindiel. Hello. Excellent. So, uh, at the risk of this going horribly wrong, <laughs> we're going to talk about dating. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. Oh, my dog is not interested in dating. <laughs> uh, she opposes that. That's uh, no, that's totally fine. Oh, I can't it's, have any more uh, new dads. No more of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, there's there's reasons. 
uh, you know, why why we might be interested in dating. There might be reasons why we're not interested in dating. Um, yeah. So I think it'll be interesting to, to kind of get both of our perspectives on it. Um, I'm going to pick your brain a little bit, though. Okay. Uh, so it doesn't sound like you're interested in dating. Not really, no. Not, not no. really. Not really. Okay. Um, is it because you dated this one guy that was so awesome that you're <laughs> like, nothing compares? <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like dating is, is definitely an investment emotionally and like with your time and everything and uh if you're ready for that that's great but sometimes you know after i had like two two year relationships pretty much back to back Mm -hmm. and um yeah i'm just like okay i've always wanted you know a partner always wanted something like that but at this point in time i think i want to be a little bit more selfish so i'm excited to kind of do what I want to do and I'll have to worry about someone else. I'm also a bit of a caretaker in relationships, so that can be um, difficult because then I end up kind of taking care of someone else and my needs aren't always being met and then I get resentful, but that's not always the other person's fault. Um, it's either lack of communication on my part or just uh, I'm not really filling my cup. And so I would like to just be a little bit more focused on what I want to do and not have to worry about you know anyone else. Yeah, right now. yeah, absolutely. No, I, I, I get the, the whole caretaking thing because that is, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess some background would be uh, very important. Amanda and I dated um, mm-hmm. for, for two years, and that's actually kind of why I wanted to have this conversation, just because it's, it's, there's, there's, a, there's an opportunity to kind of reflect and be like, hey, what, what went right and what went wrong, you know? Yeah. And uh, I, I think, you know, like the with the whole caretaking thing that you were talking about is that, yeah, you are a very caring person um, and you mean well, you know what I mean? Like you're trying mm-hmm. to help, but at the same time, like that can also enable somebody to be like, oh, okay, well, I'm being taken care of, so I guess I don't really have to do better. Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely kind of be that way where I end up sort of taking care of someone and they also aren't taking care of themselves and then mm-hmm. I'm neglecting myself and then resentful and that's not healthy. So I'm yeah. like, I need to get to a point where I feel a lot more stable, like with myself and what I want and just, yeah. um, and be with somebody who is already, who's already that stable person that you, yeah. know, you don't have to, to, to build them up or bring them up because they've already brought themselves up. You yeah. Know? And, and- to not fall in love with potential. Cause I do that a lot too, where, sure. you know, and it's easy to do that. People talk about, you know, their goals and their dreams and it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's fun to be excited about that for each other. But then it also can be frustrating if you sort of turns into just talking about it a lot and yeah. not doing it. So it's like, and I also want to, I want to be that person too. So, um, it's easy to see someone else do it and be like, Oh, well that's annoying. And then it's like, well, am I doing that too? Am I actually doing the things I say I'm going to do? Yeah. Cause I've had partners also be like, I don't know why you're not doing this already. And it's mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, I guess self doubt, things like that, but just ready to kind of focus on what I want to do. Yeah, right absolutely. Now. No, I, uh, I totally, I, I, I'm happy for you in that aspect just because, you know, it's like, I was happy to have spent the time that I spent with you, but there's also like so much further that I could have seen you going had you not been trying to carry the weight of an extra person. Mm. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for you. Um, so yeah, I, I haven't dated since, uh, you and I had broken up and, uh, I'm, it's something that like, I keep thinking maybe I do have the time for, maybe I don't have the time for Cause it's like, I don't really have time for myself. You yeah. know, I heard that in a rap song where he was just like, uh, you know, how am I supposed to have time for another person? I don't even have time for myself. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. And that can be tricky too, because it's, it's easy to be like, Oh, I want to be in a relationship and you kind of make that happen. And then when you're in the relationship, you realize like, Oh, maybe I actually didn't have enough time for this. It was the idea is good. And that's kind of what I mean too, about like, it does take a lot of work. So yeah. And yeah. I, uh, no, I, I, I think if I were to be in a relationship, it would have to be with somebody who is as busy as me because Mm -hmm. there has, I would want it to be like with the understanding of like, Hey, we both don't have a lot of time, but the time that we do have, you know, where we we're in a position to share time with each other. Let's, I want to share it with you. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah, I, and there, there was somebody who I was even talking to. So I don't feel good about this, but I've, I ghosted somebody. I've never oh, fucking done it in my entire been. fucking life. I know. I, I'm a fuck boy now. It's official. <laughs> no, I feel like a fucking bastard because I've never done that in my entire fucking life. And like, I still think I'm like, should I just go back and be like, hey, literally wasn't you. I just started thinking about how much time that this would take. And uh, it, I, yeah, I realized I couldn't have been. Yeah. It's I, yeah, never I don't too want- late to just be like, sorry, I you know, didn't have the... The words or maybe just like yeah. the, you know, the capacity maturity. or maturity yeah. to address that. But just so you know, I don't want to be one of those people that ghosts and this is the only time I've ever done it. And yeah, I, I, don't, want I don't want to do it again. And I've, you know, obviously want to be upfront and tell you why that happened instead of just yeah. be like, well, bury it, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, no, absolutely. Absolutely. No, that is, a, that is an opportunity. Well, I guess the thing that kind of had me wanting to bring this up is like, I wouldn't say I went out. I don't know. Even if even if I went out on a date, I wouldn't know. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and somebody could invite me out. And I'd be like, oh, sweet. And then I'd be like, this is just us hanging out. And they'd be like, that was a date. And I'd be like, it was what? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty fucking clueless. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so, like, you know, we, we, we went and hung out and... Uh, I don't know. I just like, I started feeling, I guess like the, the same old insecurities. Cause I'm like, this person's super badass, mm. way too badass to be hanging out with me. <laughs> and it was like, I, I, I felt like that was something that like, I, um, that I used to, I, I guess feel the same way with you where it mm-hmm. was like, where, I don't know. Like you, you have to, you have to believe in somebody who believes in you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that's, mm-hmm. it's not fair to them if they believe in you and you don't believe in yourself and you're constantly yeah. tearing yourself down in front of them. Yeah. And that's hard to be around or care for someone that, you know, talks shit about themselves or doesn't see themselves the way that you do. That's definitely difficult. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I know that that was, that was something that like, I would, I would constantly be like, oh man, I suck. And you're just like, why, why are you doing this? Cause now I have to defend some, I want to kick the ass of the person who's talking shit, but that's your ass. Mm-hmm. which is, Now yeah. it's confusing for me. And it's, yeah, it's and yeah, I guess it was just kind of like feeling some of those like old insecurities. And it's just like I, I feel like I need to just, you know, get myself to a place where I like myself enough that I can hang out with somebody that I like, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah, I guess uh, just like, you know, a lot of uh, just a lot of anxiety and like, I guess the not feeling like you can um, be yourself because you're just you're so nervous. Is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Does have you ever felt that? Um, yeah, I'm trying to not. Um, I feel like I've grown out of that in a lot of ways, but I think it still can pop up from time to time. But I mean, being yourself is the best people filter. So yeah, to yeah. not be yourself is doing you and that person a disservice because oh, it's a waste of both of our time. Yeah, because if you're just yourself, then people can make a decision. But even if you're nervous or you act a little different when someone gets to know you, then you're kind of 
like presenting them with the false version of yourself. Yeah. One that like, even if you could maintain, it's a detriment to you. Yeah. That's not fair. So I kind of enjoy just, you know, being me and if people are into it cool enough, not it's like, well, then it wouldn't have worked out. Yeah. It's probably also being a woman and having a lot of expectations on how to act like a lady or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's just like to be yourself is you're going to attract the right people that way. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's something that's something I've always admired about you. Like when when you when I walked in and I saw Amanda, she had this shirt that says men aren't funny. And Uh I just fucking lost it. (laughs) Like, of course you wore that. It's like I wore this in Chicago. I was like, of course you wore like I know you wore it. (laughs) It's KJ Whitehead, her merch. Uh, She's got some great stuff. Burn everything tees. That's awesome. I am KJ Whitehead.net. You can find that T-shirt. I have a coffee mug that says men aren't funny. There's a lot of other great merch on there, too. Mm-hmm. Shout out. There were some women at the bar the other night that were like, oh my God, I love your shirt. And I was like, huh? and I wrote down the information. Yeah, and I was like, you should again, buy that the merch. Right people find you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of people giving you mean looks, but I'm just like, whatever, dude. Yeah. If it offends you and you're like, not all men, it's like, well, how do you think we feel? Like, Women are funny, so suck my dick, bro. Dude, for real. No. Yeah. Let's... Does this offend you? Oh. <laughs> I joke about it. You unfunny little bitch. <laughs> Uh, no, that's I, what I mean. Be yourself. No, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> People are like, wow, she's a lot. Or they'll be like, that chick rules. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, like the the first time the first time I met you, like you you fucking did not do that well out of set, and then you just said, "I'm a mandolin deal. Suck my dick." <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that chick's awesome. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. And that's you know, but that's I don't know. It becomes that like authenticity thing where it's just like because I don't I don't know because you were such yourself it allowed me to be such myself mm-hmm. you know and yeah being yourself makes people comfortable enough to be themselves you know if mm-hmm. you're like that person doesn't give a fuck it's like being around them is fun and contagious but it also reminds you of like oh they care about this thing and they don't care about that and I don't know why I care about that so much like Mm -hmm. it's cool to you know like being around Genesis I got to hang out with her in Chicago I just she fucking cracks me up um but yeah just some people kind of inspire you to be like oh yeah I should stop worrying about that like why do I why do I why do I have this weird anxiety about that thing it obviously doesn't matter and this person doesn't care and they're fucking cool and I want to be around them so yeah yeah absolutely absolutely yeah no that's uh I don't know. I guess uh, what what would it take for you to feel like you were in a position to date again? Would it? Um, I don't know. I mean, I've had like maybe little crushes on people, but then I feel like that in itself is almost a little bit childish because when you get to know someone, then you're like, uh, and that that might be being picky. It's not. I don't want. I don't want to say that in a judgmental way, but I think everyone you know, when you first meet them or have like feelings, it's like they can do no wrong. But mm-hmm. then the longer that you kind of do this, you see the red flags earlier than later. Sure. Cause sure. you're not just all googly eyed about it. So the last like two times, like a chiropractor. And then I went on a couple dates with this girl and like, it, even just like the chiropractor, funny, but then he said like a couple dumb broy things. And I'm like, Oh man, of course. So you like, a bunch of times. Oh then. my God. <laughs> you're so dumb. <laughs> He just made some joke and it was like, all right, that wasn't funny. And I'm just like instantly like, nope, crush is over. Like yeah. you're not, you, I mean, you're still an attractive human, but people's like sense of humor and, yeah. and the way their mind works sometimes can like instantly shut it down for you. I'm just like, well, 
Uh, <laughs> no, no, I definitely, I can, I can definitely relate with that. Or how it's... people flirt sometimes. Like you hang out with them at first, it's fun. After a while, you're like, is this how you flirt? Like, this is actually really annoying. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm done now. I'm done. <laughs> I don't want to laugh at whatever you're doing. Cause I'm annoyed. <laughs> Please <No>. stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I can definitely relate with that. That whole, like being able to find, uh, like humor in common because that's like, that's a big one for me because it's like, if somebody is, I guess, like in like like you were saying like annoyed by my jokes it's like i'm not going to stop making jokes mm. you know no, it's like that's going to be a part of the entire thing for a long time so yeah. it's like if that's if that's not a space that you know that that person i vibe with like that's that's a hard that's a hard one for me to get past yeah having it's like a similar sense of humor is good and also it's not fair to be like well i don't like how this person does that so they should change because you have yeah. to i can't be like i'm me and if you like it great and if not fuck you and then if someone else is that way be like well if only they did this differently i should have them yeah. change it about themselves and in the past there were times where i thought that that was appropriate and then realizing that's like a double standard I that's not real, okay i didn't ever realize that but that's yeah that's that, that's sense. a cool realization that's, yeah. a, that's a big realization like though. that's that person that's their thing that's fucking fine it's not for me but it's for someone else you know yeah, <laughs> someone absolutely. else will enjoy that I think it's fucking annoying yeah, no, I <laughs> and that's fine I'm sure there's a lot of shit I do that's fucking annoying and it's not for that person it's for someone else <laughs> or it's just for me <laughs> <laughs> no I, uh, I I don't know I I I think that that's, that's, you know, that's, it's something that's important to be aware of because it's like, like you said, you can get all googly eyed about somebody mm-hmm. and just, you know, the, the initial reaction to somebody can be like this, oh man, you know, and you, like you said, they can do no wrong, but yeah. like the more time that you spend with somebody, that's, you know, where the, the attraction, you know, almost, you know, dissipates is because like you, you, you are like, oh, okay, well, like I like this person, but they do this thing. And it's like, there's this, this thing that we do in we think about relationships where we're just like if something annoys us it's because we think in our head well if i'm spending the rest of my life with this person then it's always going to be like this yeah you know and it's like this panicky like does this mean they're always going to leave the toilet seat up does this mean you know what i mean and it's like even if that's not like you're you don't realize that that's your thought but it's almost like this your brain just kind of just like okay but if i'm and then that means and if i don't stop this now and yeah. it's, yeah, it's hard not to, um, you know, kind of come at those problems and be like, ah, when realizing your own patterns too, cause it does take two, you know, in a relationship or five, if you're in Portland, uh, <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. which that is a lot of work or maybe it's not, I don't know how people make the work. Maybe you have a different person for different needs different and maybe that's actually needs, I think really smart. makes more sense. Cause then it's like this person is not everything on one person. And exactly. Being like, oh yeah. man, like if you're not my everything, then you're nothing. Yeah. It's like, you can have different things from different people people and that's fine then you're not expecting someone to be something they're not or do something that they're not comfortable doing exactly so i mean that might be the the best way to do it i guess um i yeah i don't know what it would take for me to be ready for a relationship but i think recognizing my own patterns like i was saying you know it takes two people um and being like oh i also have this thing that's not okay and i can blame everyone else but then you have to be like well what's the common denominator in this problem always happening because mm-hmm. you have a part in it too you know and being like all right i do you know i do <laughs> i do have some things i need to work on too yeah so, yeah absolutely i, don't know. No, I guess i'll a, know when i know and it's no, cheesy just, but that was no it's a perfect answer is you know just you having those realizations you know to be like hey this is this is my part in it you mm-hmm. know and i think anybody who can have who can come to that part of it 
is somebody who, you know, is more ready to more so ready to date than somebody who's just like, you know, I found flaw in, in everybody else. Yeah. You know? And cause then you're just looking for somebody who's not like the last person you dated, not realizing that like, you're also you, bringing something, you're bringing yeah. some one common thing into all of these relationships. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Mm-hmm. Awesome. What well, would it take? Are we wrapping up this part? Uh, we are, but I mean, I guess, I guess I could also answer the question. Well, what would it take for you to be ready for a relationship? I don't know. I was going to say, I was like, oh, I'd have to finally like love myself. And it's like, I'm yeah. lo- I love myself more. Um, but I don't know if I'm at the spot where I, I just, I guess I'm just, I'm not ready to stop self-sabotaging. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you have to like know that you deserve that happiness too, and be ready yeah. to like accept it in yourself and with someone else. And until then it's probably going to be more nerves and self-sabotaging. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's like, that's what it's been in the past. And I can't say, you know, it's like, I've grown in a lot of ways over the last, what, like two years. Mm-hmm. Since yeah. 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've grown a lot over the last two years and you know, I'm, I'm proud of all the growth that I've had, but it's just, I, I, as much as I would like a relationship, I think, I don't think that it's, uh, I don't think it's in the near future as much as they'd have to be super understanding. Yeah. <laughs> and even that, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like you're still editing and working on yourself. And if someone can be there during the process and you're both working on yourself, great. Yeah. But it, it's, difficult to do that um in a relationship because it's easy to just get like codependent instead yeah and be like oh well, we'll just hang out together while we're not working on ourselves or yeah. we'll distract or you know whatever um so that it can be done but yeah. it's difficult and you have to have someone who's just as like motivated, motivated. for growth mm-hmm. yeah yeah definitely it's definitely i i feel like just the people who i surround myself with just in general like have to be motivated for growth yeah because as much as like i'm working on my my stuff is going to seem super annoying if you're not also working on yourself you're mm-hmm. like why are you always gone and i'm gonna be like why are you always waiting for me to show up yeah exactly so yeah. All right. Well, that didn't go horribly wrong. Yeah, yeah that's that pretty good. Yeah, I think we did all right. Well, yeah. All right. Well, fuck nice. it. We don't even need Josh and Taylor. Like, get him out of here. <laughs> the smoke break is just a man. <laughs> Deal and I. And my dog. And the dog. And she won't be here. We'll talk about that. Yeah, she uh, Zane hates it. The commercial break. <laughs> Friends of Slop with DJ Larrabee on Fridays at 7 p.m. It's Friends of Slop. Pop. Vaporwave. Art rock. Yes. Indie. Rap. Punk. Bob James. Hell yes. It makes more sense once you try it. Or does it? A variety show with theme nights, deep dives, earworms, Nebraskans, and vinyl crackle. I think you're going to like it where I'm going to take you. A two-hour mixtape made lovingly for you. It's Friends of Slop on Fridays at 7 on ShadyPinesRadio.com. And we are back with a smoke break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on mm-hmm. Shady Pines Radio. I'm your host, your old pal Zane, here with Amanda Lynn Deal. Hello. All right. So on this next portion, we're going to talk about social burnout. Um, I am guilty of feeling this one heavy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's... I enjoy people. Um, I am good at talking to people, Mm -hmm. but that does not mean that I can handle a lot of them. Yeah. Or you just have like a busy week. Like I've been busy doing a lot of traveling and shows and seeing, you know, old friends and that's been great. Um, but there's definitely been times where I'm like, okay, I'm going to meet this person for lunch. I'm really excited to see them. And then I'm like, 
am I just going to tell the same story over and over again? I mean, I guess so. And then mm-hmm. it's a different person. So I feel like that makes it easier, you know? Um, That's what comedy is. <laughs> yeah. But it's even just like on the bus, I was so tired. And this kid was just like, no one talks to each other. Everyone just sits here. And I'm like, I am so tired, dude. And he's like, mm-hmm. why are you tired? And I'm like, cause I'm a comedian. I'm traveling. I'm going to a show and I'm just exhausted. And then we started talking and it was cool, but mm-hmm. I was like, please don't talk to me the whole time we were on the bus. I was like, bro, just let me just zone out for an hour. But then ended up being cool. So I think there's those times where you feel like you really don't want to, it can still be rewarding. But, yeah. um, I think there's definitely something to be said for if you have a night off and you don't have something you're like really itching to do to just stay in. And that's what I plan on doing tonight after this, like take a shower yeah. and hang out with, you know, my dog and just get some sleep. But, um, yeah it's tough because especially if what you're doing like entertainment is so much around people um it can be tough and if a lot of times that's in bars and bars are loud and people are drinking and if you're not drinking that can be even more like you can feel even more anxious about mm-hmm. it because you're like oh well if i have a few drinks and i'm be everyone's friend but i'm mm-hmm. tired and i don't want to drink yeah. but if i do then i'll be more social and then you're like oh boy i don't know that can be tricky too and everybody may not want you to be their friend <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it can be tough um it's definitely rewarding to get to meet people when you travel and and see friends and perform yeah. it's all good stuff but i think that there needs to be some recharging there otherwise you're gonna end up burned out and not want to be around people and how can you do that if you're in entertainment you have to be able to balance it or you're just gonna probably quit and be a hermit <laughs> yeah yeah no 100 percent. that's that's something that i realize because i i spend so much of my time talking to people that like when i don't have to talk to people it's it's incredibly freeing because yeah. talking to people for me is almost like it's this performance where it's just like okay now you're telling the story and then all of a sudden it's this and then like da, 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 you know it's like you're literally sitting here doing this thing and it's it's and you want to be an active listener because if you're tired and someone's talking to you and you're not engaging or responding yeah. then they're like I'm not really talking to anyone and you're like, okay. So yeah. it takes energy to also just like listen. Absolutely. Not just to talk. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a really good point is that, yeah. From like just the act of, of in, you know, communicating is there's, if you're not doing one of those, then you're leaving somebody hanging. You yeah. Know? If you're only talking and, and yeah. So yeah, just, I guess being able to, to make that balance. What, uh, what, what's, makes that uh easier for you i guess um and when you're feeling burnt out what's something that you try and do to to not to i mean to enjoy an interaction as best you can um i think just having that that quiet time is important so whether it's you know in your during your commute or in between jobs or in between shows like duck into a coffee shop or someplace where like you don't even if it's like a bar or restaurant on your way to a show, maybe go somewhere where you can just like sit and be alone a little bit. People watch or just be on your phone. And that can be kind of a lot too. Cause even though you're not really being social, it's social media. So uh, there's a lot of emotions and that can make you feel worse. So yeah, trying to do something that's just for you, even just like some stretching or like a meditation, something like that, where you're just like, I need to refocus on myself and my yeah. back's been hurting all day. So I'm going to, you know, lay on the ground and do some stretches for like 10 minutes and maybe play some music, just something where it's like, you don't really have to use your social skills, but you're recharging your batteries in some way. Yeah. Yeah. I, 
I usually play video games, but then that ends up being a social thing. So it's, yeah. it's, but I mean, just being able to have something where it's like, I don't have to, you know, be performing. Cause it's, I remember when I was teaching, that was literally like a performance thing where it was like, you're up there and you're like mm-hmm. trying to keep these kids attention. And yeah. it's like, it, you know, literally feels like stand up comedy where it's like, I'm giving you all my energy so that way I can get a fraction of yours back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it can be incredibly exhausting. So yeah, taking that time for yourself um is something and that's something i you know i was kind of talking about earlier where it's like i don't even you know i don't have time for somebody else i don't have time for myself you know and it's like i yeah. forget, i forget to relax i i work lift and then i'm literally like sitting there talking to somebody all fucking you know the entire mm-hmm. car ride and then i drop them off then i go to work and then i work with you know i work with taylor and him and i are talking the entire time it's like i never but, and then I get off work and he's like, we should play video games. Mm-hmm. I'm like, holy shit, we're still fucking talking. Like, I have not taken a second to myself. Yeah. <laughs> so. It can be tough to find time for yourself. And I think that you have to kind of carve those those times out of the day. When I first started working at the preschool um, and I was working long days and then, you know, comedy at night, I would get so burned out because I didn't really have a lot of time to just like sit in silence. And then on my lunch break, it's like an hour. So it takes like 20, 30 minutes to eat. And then I just would scroll on my phone and feel more tired, but to like eat and then stretch or listen to a meditation or something Mm -hmm. where it's like, I'm using my phone, you know, to play a meditation or like watch a yoga video or something, but I'm not just scrolling endlessly and not really recharging. It's also like taking mental energy. Yeah. Uh, breaks from your phone are really good too. Yeah. That's well, a tough one. But the other day my phone was dying and I was like, I don't fucking care. Let it die. Like I just mm-hmm. don't care anymore. And then as soon as it turned back on, it's like, okay, I got all this stuff to do. And that can be stressful. Yeah. Well, I definitely relate with that one just because, um, you know, I was, I was never, I was on my phone, but never really like that much. And like, since I've started interacting with people more, like more people are interacting. Mm-hmm. So it's like, there's constant, there's like always somebody like in my, in my inbox. And I'm just like, man, I haven't replied to that for like four days. You yeah. Know? And it's like, because I was replying to seven, seven other things. And I was feeling that burnout of like, okay, I just wrote, you know, like fucking four heartfelt fucking messages. Like I'm exhausted, you know, Yeah. trying to, to give, you know, all of that energy. And it's, and it's weird because it is like, you're like, Oh, it's just a fucking computer screen. But it's like, no, like it is socializing. You are not, you're not spending time away from people. Like if you're interacting with them in any like real way. Yeah. Totally. It's easy to do from anywhere in the fucking world. As long as you have cell service, you can be talking to somebody. Yeah. And a lot of entertainment too is like, you know, promoting and marketing and all that stuff. Exactly. You got to do that for yourself, plan your calendar, you know, book a show if you're doing that and all this stuff. It's It's a lot of energy. I remember like the beginning of the trip, I was like posting pictures every day and then my phone, storage is full and I'm just tired I'm like whatever I'll do like a photo dump when I get home like, I was just, mm-hmm. I'm like I'm fucking tired mm-hmm. <laughs> of documenting everything like it's fun but I'm also like okay yeah yeah and promoting and oh, yeah it can be a lot yeah no that's uh and I I don't know like I used to I used to just kind of like I for me I guess I just I would feel embarrassed because when I would socially burn out I'd be like I can't do this anymore like mm-hmm. I feel like I physically like 
I feel like I can talk to fucking just about anyone, but like when I'm burnt out, like I can't, I literally, I don't have the ability. Mm -hmm. It feels like I don't have the ability to talk to anyone. Like everything that I say is a miss. It's just making me feel worse. It's Mm -hmm. making me want to talk less. Me talking less is be, is more embarrassing than me saying the wrong thing. Now it's like, and I just, I, I feel like, I guess, yeah, for me, it's just, I guess shutting down and then feeling embarrassed that I'm shutting down. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I do a lot, a lot of the time. So it's like, I shouldn't be, you know, I don't know. It's like if I if I, I sometimes I feel like if I don't nail it, then I failed it, and it's like that's not nice, that's like not that. necessarily pew pew. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zane original. Yep. <laughs> Put it in a rap song. Um, <laughs> what if that was how the song started off? Was like that clip pew right pew. there. <laughs> you gotta do it. So, but yeah, I I don't know. I I guess it's just having like realistic expectations of what you can do socially, you know, and for how long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. I, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I guess like I get manic and I'm just like, Oh, I want to do all these things. Like Mm -hmm. I was supposed to do a, I was supposed to record a song last night. And Mm I just like, I literally like after, you know, getting in, uh, a, an argument with a coworker, um, I that that was the social thing that I did that day and then I didn't have my medication so on top of that I was just like I was so tired and burnt out socially that I was like I I'm just going to sit and exist yeah you know like and that's and I I was like I don't have to be making money I don't have to be thinking about how I'm making money or Mm -hmm. talking about shows or I don't need to do any of that shit I just need to fucking exist yeah totally yeah I slept like a baby that's Um, good yeah it's good to give yourself that rest. It can also be hard to communicate when you're starting to feel burned out because if people want to hang out, you want to be like, oh, well, I want to, you know, spend time with this person. Yeah, exactly. But if you can't really give any more of yourself, I mean, a, a good friend would understand that. But that yeah. can be hard to be like, yo, I'm so tired. Can we talk tomorrow? <laughs> like, I don't have the energy for this right now. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. talk to you, you know, when I get off work or, you know, whatever, tomorrow or something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Communication is super important. Um, so yeah, we're actually going to take a real quick commercial break and we will be right back with a smoke break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio. Pew, pew. Radio Seance. Radio Seance, where we play some songs and then make some bad jokes. Yeah, it's a sonic journey through the fabric, fabric, fabric of time. Tuesday nights at 8. Shady Pines Radio. With your psychic friends. And we are back with a smoke break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio. I am your host, your old pal Zane, here with Amanda Lynn Deal. Hey, friends. Excellent. So we're going to close this out with the joke break. The mm-hmm. thing I was thinking about the joke break is that maybe we could do like a, a, a question. You know, I think okay. that ended up really ended up really well. And the question that I want to ask is mm-hmm. a uh, dog shit question. That dog I, shit. That I, it's, okay. it's a bad question. It does not have to oh, do with uh, animal feces. It doesn't have to. Okay. Yeah. I was confused for a yep, second. No, I got you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the question that I asked, and I was like, why did I ask that question was this. Uh, when you were younger... Um, what did you, what was your, uh, what was your favorite, um, I don't know, let's just call it mode of transportation. Was it bikes, skateboards, or roller skates? Oh, um, none of them because I have really bad balance. Oh. I was in my double digits before I learned how to ride a bike. So I had training wheels for way too long. Double and digits when you learned how to ride a bike? Yeah. Double digits? Yeah. 
uh, Nerd Alert, and then skateboarding and rollerblading, no thank you. I would fall on my butt every time, and I don't have a butt, so it's just <laughs> tailbone <laughs> vibrating my whole body, all the nerves. It hurts so bad. Ice skating, also no. Ooh, um, you tried ice skating, though? Yeah, I would hold the wall the entire time. Last time I went, was with my ex, and he's actually good at it. He's, like, doing little flips. I'm like, look at you, little ballerina. <laughs> Killing it. Uh, and I was, gra- like, grabbing onto the wall for dear life, and I, like, got to maybe, like, a eight-year-old girl we looked at each other and my eyes said bitch on 30 go around and she went around <laughs> i was like i'm sorry you'll bounce back i will i will not recover from this <laughs> she went around so i liked walking a lot <laughs> i would mostly walk around you, I was that razor were, scooter i had a cheap not real razor scooter like a knockoff okay. brand and then it started to like bend where you put your weight so it would scrape the ground and then i was like oh man i'm fat <laughs> but you guys give her like a razor scooter yeah, it's they got you like, the knockoff brand don't blame yourself yeah yeah that's, so the scooter was was it because it had handles? Was that? I mean, I couldn't fall off it very. You can fall sideways, I guess, but you have to like try. Yeah. Yeah. No, that one's pretty good. It's not yeah. like your feet yeah. are taken completely out of the equation, mm-hmm. so they're not like up on a bike where it's like fucking. If I'm not pedaling, I'm falling. Yeah. Yeah. It's the balance is a lot different. So. Yeah, like the main the main mode of it is you putting your foot down. And mm-hmm. And you got handles, so there's that. Yeah. 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 No, you you was connection at all points. Mm-hmm. I'm no, I'm really glad I asked this. Question. Yeah, how you know? Because <laughs> <laughs> I asked this person, I was just like, "Why did I ask that?" I was, I feel like that was that was a. It's an interesting question. There's, just, there's no, there's, there's bike kids, skater kids, rollerblade kids. I yeah. was just uh, like, uh, actually, I don't feel like it. When the reality is like, I can't do it. Like I would lie, yeah. I'd lie, but I don't have a bike. And, uh, you know, we're like, oh, I'm not sure. And they're like, oh, we have an extra bike. And I'm like, great. <laughs> oh. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Thanks. I hate yeah. it. Uh, like, oh, I can't make it to your birthday party. I'll give you a ride. No, that's not. I just set <laughs> the ice rink. You guys. <laughs> oh, I don't feel good. I'm not going to go on the ice. Come on, everyone's doing it. And they all just sit here and eat dirty nachos and watch you guys have fun. They're like, oh, come on. And I'm like, you guys. That's how I feel about swimming. Yeah. Is that, like, everyone's like, oh, we're going to go swimming. I'm like, fucking have fun. Uh, I almost died doing that, <laughs> yeah. which I'm sure was your similar experience. Oh, I've definitely s- fallen on my ass too many times. I'm yeah. like, nope, I remember that feeling. So, it does not feel good. Since since we're on the topic, uh, Amanda uh, found out that I was a little bit of a skateboarder, mm-hmm. um, and a more so a longboarder now. So and, you, uh, was that your, as a kid, was that your mode of transportation too? So I got, I don't know, okay, so I got a bike. Uh-huh. And I was like, this is kind of lame. This is kind of lame. And then I got, my friends got skateboards and I was pushing myself around on that. I'm like, this is actually kind of fun. Okay. So you're um, a skateboard kid. I was a skateboard kid. I tried uh, roller skates, mm-hmm. but just the fact that the fucking skates are attached to my feet and like, I don't have like a, a way out of uh, it. Yeah. That's, that's terrible. They're strapped to my feet. Yeah. Like, on they're good too. There's like plastic ratchet shit. Yeah. So, uh, wasn't a fan of roller skates or <laughs> blades. Uh, and so when I found like skateboarding, I'm like, Oh, this is actually pretty dope. And, uh, I remember I like, I practiced, uh, doing an Ollie, like in my grandparents, uh, like they had, 
it was, they had, they had this trailer and then they had this little offshoot, like a sunroom, I guess that was like off of it. And I would sit in there and I would try and do ollies and shit and like, mm. I would fall off and the board would go shooting and it would hit this fucking sun, like this sunroom oh. and it's all made of metal. So it was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, like, you could God. hear it through the whole Oh my thing. God. And, uh, there's these skate, skater kids that were across the street that were always like fucking out there doing tricks and shit. And I was like, so scared. I'm like, oh man, like I want to yeah. ask them how, you know, for help and shit but i'm like i'm too embarrassed and uh i think the person who he might have i don't remember if he got it for me or um he might have i don't know let's just say he did so he'll make it a cooler story so (laughs) i had like a big brother um you know not not an actual one but the one that your mom gets you because she can tell you're lonely (laughs) 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 and uh (laughs) so she gets i get this big brother and he was like you know super into like skateboarding and shit so he bought me like these uh bearings and shit and yeah he was the one who taught me how to ollie and i would sit there i remember like looking up uh skate videos uh there was quote marks you couldn't see him finger quotes um with there's these skate videos online and you would like sit there and watch me oh that's how you do the trick Mm. and uh, yeah fucking nerded out so i finally gave up on doing the whole tricks thing never made it to a kickflip one of my bigger regrets like you know if i die tomorrow my last thought will be like "Ah, i never never landed a kickflip i gave up too soon but uh got into longboarding Mm mm-hmm Longboarding is uh, my favorite thing because nobody expects you to do a trick. So that's my favorite part. Um, (laughs) That's fair. So uh, I started longboarding and uh, I was like, oh, Amanda, uh, I really enjoy this. I think you would enjoy it too. (laughs) And And I was uh, like, "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, fool me twice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I think you'll really enjoy video games too. So I was like, I think you'll enjoy this. So I bought her uh, a longboard, and I did not check this longboard when I got it. I just no. was like, it, oh, looks it has a, cool. Yeah, the, it looks really cool. It has like a purple wolf. It's got some moons. Yeah, very like kind of witchy. Yeah, it's very cool. Psychedelic wolf thing. I'm like, this is badass. Mm-hmm. Right, cool. So I got it for, um, I probably got it for your birthday. I always feel bad doing that because I'm just like, I got you a present. <laughs> I got me a present for your birthday. Yeah, I was like, cool. <laughs> bought my ex a puppy one time. She did not want a puppy. Uh, but I kind of wanted a puppy and it was her birthday. So oh my God. My- That's funny. It's terrible. So I got you this present. We go longboarding and it like the first steps on it and it's like, well, that's moving way too fast. And I was like, oh, like uh, I hopped on it. And I was like, yeah, that's that. There's- no, it took you a while before you actually wrote it because you were like, it's not that fast. And I was yeah. like, no, this feels really fast. Like I tried on yours. Yeah. And I was like, this is actually pretty scary. And it's like low to the ground. And it goes like 500 miles per hour on a slope. <laughs> I was like, this is like fucking rockets on the back of it, dude. This shit is scary. And the only way to slow down is put your foot down or bail. And I can't think of a scarier thing to do when I'm flying yeah. on a board of wheels. It's like, just put one foot on the ground. Yeah. Oh, and then flip and eat yeah. shit. I don't have handlebars. Yeah. I mean, they're going to fall backwards on my ass or I'm going to fall forwards on my face. And neither sounds fun. The electric law longboard was pretty cool because yeah. that that is you control the speed exactly you don't really have to step off of it as long as you're balanced like and grounded in your feet on the board the thing has brakes yeah it's very touchy though so you have to be careful too because yeah. you can go flying pretty quick uh yeah. and it's heavy motherfucker but that was Super probably my favorite heavy. but even though i wasn't doing any of the work really no that's, that's it's not okay. about doing the work it's about Thank enjoying God. the experience <laughs> yeah no no it's about enjoying the experience um 
Yeah, because it's, it shouldn't have to be scary. That's the reason why I didn't like fucking, you know, roller skates. Because, you know, it's like it's it's a scary thing for me. You can't yeah. enjoy something that's that scary. Yeah, you know, exactly. If you're constantly worried I'm about not falling. Fun. Yeah. Yeah if, you're, yeah. if you're constantly worried about falling, <laughs> you're not fucking enjoying even just standing there. You're like, oh. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it's. Uh, so we get these longboards. <laughs> I kind of realize how fast it's going, but there's not much I can do about it. So we start riding and we're riding around the neighborhood and she's like, get in the hang of it. You know, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, you're kicking ass. And we were falling. So you weren't falling. Good. You weren't falling. And uh, yeah, you're kicking ass. And so, <laughs> so we start, uh, we're riding and we start going down this hill. And it's only getting steeper. And it's only getting steeper. And I realize uh, as we start getting to go and i'm like i never taught her how to break and then you told me to put my foot down but that wasn't gonna fucking happen yeah and that's 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 hard advice to get slash give like in the middle of like if we don't oh, by the slow way, down yeah. we're going to be going too fast to stop. <laughs> and i'm just like uh you don't know how to stop this thing <laughs> and at the bottom of the hill is someone's garage door a house <laughs> someone's a resident <laughs> and I'm just imagining us like cartoon characters when they fucking fly through a wall and it's like a cutout yeah, of their cut body out. my afro yeah. you can see the circle yep and both of us just through the garage door or like indented in it very comedically I was just like oh boy we are gonna make a loud thud for this fucking family of four that's yep. trying to sleep <laughs> Because it was at night. I mean, I don't know how late, but it was definitely like the sun was down and everything. Yeah. Well, it was summertime. So it was warm, but it was dark. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I just remember like coming up on those garage doors and being like, yeah, we have to fucking jump, you know? Mm-hmm. And fucking like we jump. And as soon as we hit the ground, like my immediate thought was like, all right, I need to check on her. And I turn around and. <laughs> we bailed into the grass like rolled into the grass for the most part for the most part for yeah. the most part and the longboards like smashed into their fucking oh, garage yeah, that's that made was. a very that's loud noise that's what it was and I think one of them went back in the street or something like that oh 100% yeah, um, yeah. and so <laughs> you come up to me and you're like are you okay and the first words out of my mouth are like oh what the fuck are you serious because <laughs> I don't know if you've met Zane before uh, he likes to make jokes especially in moments where it's not always appropriate <laughs> and he had blood on his eyebrow and it straight up looked like he had a ketchup packet in his pocket it was just like how you doing and i was just like oh fuck you and then he's like what and i'm like what and he's like what do you mean what do you mean am i serious what's wrong and i'm like nothing you look fine <laughs> Oh shit! And then I was like, "Okay, okay." And you're like, "How bad is it?" And I'm like, "It's fine." Yeah, I had a fucking knot on my head. Like, oh, it was yeah. huge. And here's the thing: is that like a week previous to that, I had busted my fucking arm. I fractured my arm, so it was in a splint. Oh yeah. Yeah. So my arm was like in a splint. Jesus, what were you thinking? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> My arm was in a split because I was riding down. I was riding down a hill drunk, you know, the way you should ride down fast hills. Yeah. Uh, and fucking ate shit, like fucked my shit up, had a comedy show, walked in there. I was like, hey guys, haha, my arm hurts. And then just like kept doing <laughs> my set. I can't hold the mark in this hand for some reason. <laughs> for real, <'cause, laughs> so yeah, I had a splint on my arm. So then when we fell, I fucking fractured my other arm and I lost my job as a server because I couldn't carry any trays. Oh my God. 
God. <laughs> we were in the emergency room for so long just to make sure you weren't like concussed and shit. Oh my God. Well, is I remember like waking up the first time when I busted my arm and I was like, we have to go to the hospital now mm-hmm. because it was like, yeah, it woke me up because it was throbbing so bad. And yeah. Then, yeah. After I fucking ate shit that second time, I was like, oh my God. I just, yeah. I still have, I haven't paid those bills. Oh yeah. Try and get them. me. Yeah. <laughs> you do bust my arm. Please don't do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> won't be able to serve. Yeah. I'm going to pay you back. <laughs> oh my God. That shit's ridiculous. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Longboarding is not for me. Um, I mean, I, I do admire people who, uh, you know, like fall down and get back up. Um, cause I feel like I do that. Not <laughs> people do it like in the figurative sense and in the literal sense. <laughs> And I'll literally get up, but I won't do it again. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, well, learned a lesson. <laughs> I have figuratively learned a lesson. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, I can get knocked down and get back up, but not when I'm falling on my ass on a longboard. Yeah. I'm like, well, I, these maybe aren't for me. <laughs> yeah. Falling falling down and uh, repeatedly uh, making yourself fall down are two different things. Well, I also wasn't that kid, you know, that was like, would do crazy stuff like jump off of things and oh yeah and yeah. like fall all the time i was more just like i don't want to get hurt so i was more of like that dorky kid that had a little more like self-preservation so i like never broke a bone you, like, were, you were the chucky you were yeah the, <laughs> i was like you guys yeah i'll just uh hang on to the wall of the ice arena and eat dirty nachos <laughs> you guys have fun <laughs> <laughs> uh, well i think this uh i think we did it we we, we, did we pulled it. it off we uh <laughs> That was a good episode. I, it was a good I episode. It. I enjoyed yeah. it. Um, thank you guys so much for hanging out. I've noticed a lot more people are listening to the smoke break. Thank you so, so much. Yeah, honestly, it's uh, it's a cool thing to watch. Uh, Keep yeah. listening. Tell your friends. Yeah, Give us absolutely. a like on Instagram. Yeah, smoke well, break show. Smoke um, break pod. Pod. That's right. My bad. My bad. <laughs> I'm the one that made the Instagram. <laughs> my bad. Uh, <laughs> change it to the other one. Yeah, I'm uh, just gonna change it every week so people can never find it. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Don't. No. But, it's the smoke break pod. Yeah. And we're on Spotify and of course on Shady Pines Radio every Sunday from nine to ten. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us, and we will see you next week on the smoke break. <laughs>